Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the new episode of the Miles Side Pod. This is Miles Monroe Jr., your host. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Uh, my goal and my vision always for this pod is to ent- entertain, educate, and elevate you miles high above your fears, your doubts, and any limitations that you may think exist. But always keep in mind that those limitations are only in your head. All right, this uh, this this pod, this particular episode, I'm super excited about. I get to talk a little business. Well, I think I talked a little business before, um, but I get to talk business again. That's, that's one of my loves. I love to do it. Um, but man, feeling good again this week. Uh, the team is here once again. Everyone is. Uh, everyone looks good and smells good again. Let's keep <laughs> that up, guys. <laughs> um, I was, you know, I was thinking about this week. I I was thinking about. My love for travel, man. I really, really love to travel. Um, and I think travel, what travel has done for me is it, it has continued to cause me to uh, be as creative as I, I am able to be. Uh, traveling allows me to just see things in, in different ways, see how like, other cultures and other persons in different industry do things. Uh, when I travel, I'm out of my routine while I'm home. So it forces me to uh, kind of be able to think outside of the box and be able to adapt, you know, into the different countries or the different areas that I'm, that I'm in. Uh, and I've been traveling for, for a very long time. You know, my dad and the, the business that he was in, he traveled a lot. And, you know, I, I was able to travel with him. So I, be, being able to travel and experience new cultures was good, but I don't think it really changed me until I started to travel by myself and I started to when I went off to school you know I was there by myself had to do things for myself and it just showed me it it gave me a a new sense of responsibility Uh, it showed I was able to meet new people and you know those persons were able to teach and show me just different ways to think about things man like being from the Bahamas where I'm from is such a small country and Nassau, the capital where I where I live, the island that I live on, it's such a small island, right? And we have th- this island ha- holds half of the population of the country, um, but it's still small. And 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 being from here, you know, sometimes the places that we're from, we think is is the only thing that exists around us, right? I, maybe not nowadays, because you know, I think the world is so much smaller now that technology is advanced to where it is advanced to, but um. I think for me, when I was younger, I, I was more of the sense that the, the, the bubble that I was in, you know, living in, the, living in Nassau, being from the Bahamas, going to school, seeing the same friends, and, you know, just being here, I figured, like, man, this is all the world had to, had to offer. And, you know, going away and traveling and just seeing the world and, and experiencing different cultures, it just helped me. It allowed me to uh, think outside the box in a lot of the, th- in a lot of the things that I want to do and a lot of the things that I like to do. Um, a lot of my creative ideas come from travel, right? And again, it's because I'm able to just meet so much different people uh, in so much different industries and just learn new things, man. So I, I want to encourage everyone, if you, if you get the opportunity to travel, um, do so. Explore. Uh, I think, you know, we were able to explore. That's my wife talking, by the way. Um, I don't know. She just throwing these one-liners out. You could say a full sentence, babe. Plug Explore Africa Tour, please. Oh, thank you. Thank you, my love. 
I'm go- I'm gonna get in front of the cameras and and to sit on the couch so we could have a conversation at some point, guys. But yeah, you know, we offer these opportunities um, as a part of our organization um, for not only for people to travel, for, but for people to experience uh, different experiences, different cultures, right? And our Explore Africa tour is one of them. Uh, also, our Holy Land Kingdom experience, where we we travel to Israel, like all of these trips and places are, are places that I've been to and been going to uh, a number of times over the years. And, and these are these trips have allowed me to not only build relationships in these in these areas, but uh, start businesses as well because of those relationships. And it's something that I feel is it helps me once I get back home. Uh, the way they do business there, I can adapt some of those uh, business principles that they use and try and incorporate those into what we do here in the Bahamas or what I do here in the Bahamas with the organizations. Uh, but travel is, is great. Um, I know, you know, I'm a, I'm a newlywed. I don't have any kids. So I know kids kind of dampen or make it a bit difficult to travel. I'm sure my, <laughs> I'm sure my wife and I will uh, understand uh, that aspect of family uh, once, we, once we start having kids. You'll leave them home. <laughs> but until that point, you know, I, I, I think we're going to enjoy traveling. Um, continue, continue to enjoy traveling. I think traveling is a thing that has connected us because she loves to travel uh, just as much as I do. Um, so, you know, we, we take all the opportunities we get to visit new places and, and, and travel, new, travel to new areas of the world. Um, I think it's fun, you know, and uh, want to encourage you to do that. So if you are able to, you could join us on one of our trips if you don't want to travel by yourself. Or if you have family or friends that you can travel with, I would encourage you guys to travel as often as you can. But And, and go to, like, far places. Like, go to a country that you're uncomfortable going to, countries that you've heard about uh, that may not be safe, quote-unquote. Because uh, a lot of people think Israel is, isn't a safe uh, country to go to. I remember when my wife first went to Israel with us, she was like, oh, sure, you don't go, all this stuff we hearing in the news. Uh, and then she went and realized, like, it's actually a safe environment, you know, and it's, it's no, we're never going to take anywhere, any, anyone, anywhere that's not safe. Um, but you won't know unless you experience it for yourself, right? I, I only could tell you so much, I think, personal experiences, ex- especially in this light. Uh, is is what is necessary. So I love to travel. Just wanted to share that. I think with each episode, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of insight of things I like to do, uh, what makes, what, what keeps me ticking, what, you know, inspires me to keep waking up and be, be encouraged uh, every day. All right. So today, uh, let's see. So we're talking about business, right? And one of my favorites one of my favorite subjects to talk about because of who I am and the way that I'm built, the way that I think God has designed me. I'm, I'm so attracted to, to business. I'm so attracted to uh, the concept and, and the idea of starting something from nothing, um, from I could remember from a young age. Um, I've always been, <clears throat> I've always been one to just take a sip. Yeah, I've always been one to be excited about uh, new ventures, right? New new things that I could, new things that I could uh, embark on and bring from the idea to the forefront, right? To to make it a reality. And I think one one of the main things that I've learned 
over the years, and I, I think that is most important throughout our daily life, and not, not even just about business, right? I think it's, this is a, a life principle, and it, it has to do with the principle of management. I think management is, is super important, and management is actually very important uh, to God, right? I think that, um, you know what, you, you want me to show you how important or how much God hates uh, mismanagement or like lazy people, um, if you go to, so the, I'm sure everyone knows about this parable about the talents, right? In Matthew 25, uh, verse 14, that's where it starts. And, you know, you have this, um, this, this wealthy master that wants to go off on a, on a trip and he has his three servants who he calls to, to him before he goes. And, you know, he tells him that he's going on this trip. You know, I want to leave you guys with something while I'm gone. Uh, I want to leave you a piece of my of, of my wealth. So he gives one one servant the uh, f- five bags of gold. He gives the second servant two bags of gold, and he gives the third servant one bag of gold. And the Bible says that he gave them uh, what he gave them based on their ability, um, and that's like a super important aspect to that particular. <clears throat> parable because you know sometimes like w- when we read the bible and we see these these like one or two liners where it says and he gave them based on their ability like we don't really pay too much attention to that but like that's super important right because the principle behind that is you're never going to get uh you're never going to be blessed or be given at least from god more than you're able to manage more than the ability that you have to manage right and I think God is always, he's constantly testing us, uh, testing our management skills. How good are you at managing? How good are you uh, at managing the resources and the things that I make available to you? So uh, he only, he gave them what he gave them based on their ability, right? So the master, going back to the to, to the parable, the story. So the master goes off, um, the servant that got the five talents, the Bible says that he immediately went to work, right? Immediately went to work and he doubled what his master gave him. So he started with five bags of gold, ended up with 10. Uh, the second servant did the exact same thing. Started off with two, went to work, doubled the, du- doubled the wealth that he was given. And then the third servant uh, gave an excuse, right? He said, man, I know my master is a shrewd master and you know, I don't want to lose this money, right? This, this wealth that he has given me. So what I want to do is I'm going to bury this. He dug a hole, put the bag of gold in, covered it up, and just waited, right? Didn't do, really do anything with it. And his, in his mind, like imagine in his mind, I'm sure he was saying, like, I'm keeping this safe. I'm not going to lose, you know, this wealth that he's given me. At the least, I'm going to give him exactly what he's given me, right? So the, sometime has, had passed, the master came back. And, you know, approached his servants. They, they came to him. The first one who, you know, was, was given the five bags to go show this master that, look, I turned this five into ten. Master was super excited. He said, because you've done this, I'm going to give you a, an abundance, right? An, an abundance of more. I give you access to a lot more than you had. The same thing with the second guy, second servant, who doubled the two bags of gold. Master was super excited. You know, you, you've... You've doubled the wealth that I've given you. 
I'm going to give you an abundance. Came to the third guy, right? And all of us have this one friend, right? Who you, 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 you want so much for them to be successful, right? <laughs> you want them to just think, and I'm sure like this, and you know, the, the Bible said he gave it to him based on his ability, right? So I think the assumption here is the master knew the type of person that this servant was, but I think his hope was maybe he's going to get it this time, right? Like maybe I'm going to give this to him. I'm going to go away and he's going to be inspired to do more than just nothing, right? So the guy comes, say, hey, master, you know, I didn't want to lose this money for you. I know you, uh, you, you harvest where you don't plant and, you know, gave whatever spill he gave to his master and thinking that he did a good deed, right? And he did a good thing. And his master said, man, you wicked servant. Now, I, I imagine that the, 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 the word that he used that we translate to wicked, I'm sure it means it's a bit more dirtier than wicked, right? Probably was like, man, you devil or you... You know, one of those words that <laughs> when you upset <laughs> at someone, like you may say, because I'm sure like he was like, man, I like you can't even you, you could have at least put the the wealth into a bank account and earn maybe not 100 percent. Right. But you could earn 10 percent, 5 percent. I would have take 2 percent. I'm pretty sure that's what the master said. But because you did nothing with it, I'm going to take what you have. I'm going to give it to the guy that has way more, right? He gave it to the guy that initially had the five bags of gold. And all of this has to do with the way these three servants decided to manage the wealth that they were given. And I think this is a clear indication that uh, God is, is, he is a rewarder of good managers, right? And I think that's, the, that's what Jesus was trying to really get, get across uh, with this parable. He rewards good management. Um, and I, I, I'm, I'm always thinking about how God gives us uh, gifts and talents and all of these things on the inside. And he wants us to, to do a whole lot more with them than the state that he gave them to us in, right? So he gave us, to, he gave us then we were born with these talents. He doesn't want them to remain dom, uh, dormant, right? He wants us to be good stewards and managers of the resources that we have, whether internally or externally, um, so that we can be productive, continue to be productive. You know, you're, 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 if you're given talents that you don't use, they're going to be taken away, right? They're going to be taken away and, and given to someone else. If, you're, you're, if, you're, if you use your talents, right, and you're able to attain wealth and attain success, and then you mismanage the wealth and success that you attain, you're going to lose it. And it's all because... Of mismanagement, you know, I I think about um, Mike Tyson, for example. Mike Tyson was probably one of the historically greatest boxers that we have known. Mike, it, it is said that Mike Tyson uh, attained around three hundred million dollars of prize money throughout his career. And when when Mike Tyson retired, he retired with a negative thirty million dollars balance. He had a negative $30 million debt, right? You look at MC Hammer, the exact same thing. I think his number is maybe a little more than 300 million that he attained throughout his career and retired broke. Um, look at lottery winners, right? You got these people who come from absolutely nothing. I think the last lotto that I, I saw that was won, uh, the prize money was like 1.2 billion or like some, some crazy figure, right? And a lot of lottery winners, like once they win, a few years later, they go broke again. 
And I think it's because of poor management, right? And, and it's the only way that we can be successful at the things that we do is if we are able to be, to be good managers of the resources that we're given. So you don't believe that uh, God really does not like mismanagement? Let, let me prove it to you. So I, I want to go back to the beginning, right? Back to Genesis. Um, again, this is a verse that I have read numerous of times, uh, but really now I, um, I've gained an, a better understanding of it. And it has a lot to do with, uh, you know, listening to my, my dad. You know, my, my dad is you know, arguably one of the best speakers I've ever heard. And I listen to a lot of people, but the way that he is able to break things down and be repetitive with it until you understand it, right? Until you understand it for yourself. That's what um, I've been able to do over these years with continuously listening to him. So I would encourage you to download the app, Monroe Global app, if you haven't already. Shameless plug, uh, because all of our content, I think, is beneficial to anyone that is able to listen to it. But back to what I was saying. So let's go to Genesis 2. Genesis 2 for verse 5, right? And this is during a creation. God is uh, you know, spending these six days creating the world and the earth and all of these things inside of the earth, right? And in Genesis 2 verse 5, it says, No shrub had yet appeared on the earth, and no plant had yet sprung up, for the Lord God had not sent rain on the earth, and there was no one to work the ground. I'll read it again. No, now no shrub had yet appeared on the earth, and no plant had yet sprung up, for the Lord God had not sent rain on the earth, and there was no one to work the ground. So this tells us that God created the earth. He was going through the creation process. But he didn't allow anything to grow at the time. He didn't send rain on the earth as yet he, because he didn't want anything to grow because there was no one there to manage. There was no one there to work, right? And I think that tells us that God is never, if, if, there, is, if there is no one there to manage, God will never allow anything to grow. So think about our personal lives, right? If we mismanage things, God will never allow us to grow. Never allow, ne he'll never allow us to grow in our, in, our, in our gifts, in our space, in our industries. Uh, I think we have to show ourselves as good managers, as good managers of our, our finances, good managers of our health, good managers of our relationships, uh, good managers of our, uh, our gifts and talents, good managers of our time. All of these aspects of our lives, we're supposed to be good managers in so that we can be rewarded. Like, you know, I, I think using money and finances is good, but we're also supposed to be good managers in all of those areas, right? And I think for us to be good managers in those areas, there are, <clears throat> there are a lot of things that we can do individually, right? So when it comes to managing money, like we can budget, right? I create a budget for myself every year and I, I make sure I stick to my budget. I, I put all of my earnings and my expenses into this one budget. Like you could ask my wife, I have a spreadsheet that I look at just about every week. Um, and I'm ensuring that I am sticking to the budget that, I, that I've created, right? Uh, you, you could, uh, you should always continue to live within your means. You know, that's something that we it's hard for some people to do because everyone wants to look like they're doing well, right? And they 
try to look like they are worth more than they actually are, whether that's with the clothes that they wear, the car that they drive. You know, there's this, this desire to sometimes live outside of our means, and that's a, that's a sign of poor management. When it comes to time management, like create a to-do list. You know, create a to-do list and prioritize. Be, be intentional about creating space in your days and weeks and months. Prioritize. Like, ensure that you're managing your time well because if you don't, you're going to start losing in a lot of areas in your life because you're not going to have the time to finish things that you need to finish. Uh, another another uh, way that we could manage is to, uh, to manage our health, right? You could go to the gym and diet well. Um, I think I'm an avid gymmer, um, and I'm pretty good at my diet. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't. I try not to eat uh, horribly. You know, I try to be as conscious as I can about what I put into my body, because in order for me to be successful and to be able to do the things that I do, like I have to have a healthy lifestyle. I have to be able to function. I have to be, uh, you know, not burdened with illnesses and sicknesses that could keep me down or. Uh, stop me from being able to operate. Um, and then in, in managing our gifts and talents, you know, we have to continue to develop ourselves, continue, continue to refine ourselves. Um, I think it's, it's very important the way we manage. Uh, it, it has to be intentional. You know, a lot of people, they ask God to bless them, right? They want God to bless them with, you know, a million dollars. And God is looking like, man, you can't even manage a thousand dollars, Right. I give you a thousand on Sunday, and by Tuesday you only left with fifty cents, and you have you have nothing to show for where the money went, uh, or they uh, are in these. God put them around individuals to create great relationships with them, right? And they don't manage those relationships right. Uh, they take these people for 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 granted. They take advantage of them. And they lose those relationships. So there's, there are ways that we need to manage not just finances, but everything that is in our lives and every person that is in our lives and, and the things that we're involved with. Um, I, I think for me, I try to always be conscious of the way that I manage. And I think relationships is probably the most hardest for me. Um, and I'm sure my wife would agree uh, a whole lot. She's sitting over there smiling. You lied, lied. <laughs> But um, I've gotten better because I've, I've seen the areas that I'm weak in, right? And I sp- speak to my mentors all the time on what I can do to, to better the way that I manage the different relationships that I'm in, right? Because it's not just the personal relationships, it's also the, the professional relationships. So management is, is key. Um, you know, my dad has a saying where he said, like, if you, if, wherever there is an issue in any area of life, it is due to mismanagement. And I, that, yo, that is so true. Like, if you find someone who is broke or find someone who is sick or find someone who uh, is going through a divorce or, you know, losing their business, losing their job, it all ties back to mismanagement. Um, So to avoid all of that, to avoid all of those negativity, those negative things, um, I think we need to focus a lot more on the management side of things. Like, be good managers. Like, regardless of how much you have, right? It could be a little, it could be a lot. I think the better you are at managing what you have, the more trust you will be given, uh, and the, and the more you would be given. You know, just like the 
the story with the five with, with the with the talents, right? The, these guys that were given these bags of gold. Uh, the better you are with the management, you'll be given an, an abundance more. And I think you know sometimes God <clears throat> puts these uh, adversities in our lives to test us, right? To see how are you going to manage the situation and. Depending on the outcome of that situation, you know, he adds more to us. He wants to con- continue to help us to develop and build ourselves on a personal level. And I think that uh, it's something that is needed. It's something that we should continue to encourage um, ourselves to do when it comes to management because management is super important. And whatever you mismanage, you will lose. Whatever you mismanage, you will lose. You know, my dad said this all the time. He used to tell me this, like, personally, right? We used to have conversations, and he would be like, uh, you know, I, I, I may be goofing around and, and <clears throat> you know, or spending money on, on things I shouldn't be spending money on, like a lot of us do. I'm, I, you know, I've, I've always been a sneakerhead. I've gotten better at not buying every sneaker or doubling up on the purchases. I've gotten super bad at that. I haven't done that. You sure about that? Look at my wife trying to blast me. eh? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, but I've 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 gotten better at at uh, that aspect of my management. My but my dad, we used to constantly have conversations about it because he saw me going down a path that wasn't good. Right? It, It was the path of mismanagement, and he was trying to save me. And, you know, just being able to listen to him and ensure that I, I understand that the most important thing I can do is be a good manager. Um, and I think that started me improving the way that I manage things. It helped. It allowed him to trust me with more. And, you know, he gave me a lot more access to things, um, gave me a lot more freedom to, to make decisions, uh, because I think I was able to show myself true. Right. And like I said, once you can prove yourself to be a good manager, you'll be trusted with a whole lot more. So management is important That's the, you know, the principle of management is, is something that we should learn at an early age. You know, it, it, it's crazy to me. I've never I never had I, I think that there was one teacher or one professor at, at the university that I went to ORU that he was the first professor that spoke to me in an educational setting about management. Like he, I think I learned a, a good way, like I, the, 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 the steps of budgeting that he taught me or he, that he taught in that class, I still use today because it was so effective. Um, but that was the first time I, I ever learned anything about management. I, I really think management or uh, a class on management should be, should start from like high school, right? I think we need to start learning how to manage at an early age. You know, I talk to my wife all the time, like once we have kids, like we're going to teach them or encourage them to learn how to be good managers because I think management is key to everything uh, and it, it eludes success if done correctly. All right. I think management should be taught even sooner than that because funny enough, Sharice told us a story how her baby, well, she was breastfeeding him and she told him, now today is the cutoff. And then she decided to give him another week and she told him she will manage, you will, you will only be able to get a sip once a day. And he said, she used to ask him, do you want this sip right now? And he said, no, mommy, I think I'll have my sip later. So he, at his age, had already discovered the principles of management. So I think we could start a little sooner. Yeah, she's talking about a friend of ours, uh, her son. Her son is about two years old right now. And even at two, she's teaching him the principle of management, right? Uh, he can't speak like fluent English, but he under- he's understanding 
how to manage okay i'm only getting one chance to have some breast milk i need to pick the right time manage the time <laughs> that i choose to do that and it, you know it, it starts that's where it starts and you know i think once you are taught that principle then you could start applying that into different areas of your life so that's a great point thank you my love you're welcome child quick question though towards you know the parable um in regards to gifts right what if there's an instance where you know god obviously has given them the gift they semi identify it but they're unsure just even how to activate it they mm-hmm. want to utilize it but they're, they're just unsure how to go about activating it yeah i think a good thing you can do or anyone can do in that and this pertains to people that has multiple gifts as well right so you're multi-talented multi-gifted and you don't really know like which gift you should go to or you don't know how to apply the gift uh to what it is that you want to do and what what i always tell persons is find the common the commonality or the common denominator around all of your gifts right for me it was business so everything every gift that i had right like i can play musical instruments i feel like i'm a good speaker uh, I love to, uh, you know, I, I enjoy reading. I enjoy like all of these things that I like doing and that I'm good at. Right. I try to tie it all back to business. Right. And how how can I produce and be productive from a business mindset? But I think finding the 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 thread that connects all of your gifts or this particular gifts that you're looking for, you know, in, in, in the question, uh, how can I incorporate that into what it is that I like to do or what it is that I'm good at, what am I skilled at? How can I incorporate this particular gift into that? And I think, you know, you take some time and you, and you think about it, you think on that. Um, I think that'll be, it'll make your ability to use and manage uh, that gift much easier because it'll, it'll become natural because it's something that you're already good at. So that brings us to our milestone section of the show. Um, I wanted to leave this particular milestone with, with you because it has helped me over the years, especially with the things that I, I want to do and want to create. It's, it's, I think it's a, it's a principle that you can use and apply and remind yourself of on a daily basis. And it, and it reads, believe in yourself first. Everyone else will either get it when you do or get it when everyone else does. Believe in yourself first. Believe the vision that you have. If, even if no one else believes it, believe in it first. Because everyone's either going to get it when you get it and understand it and be like, yo, I like what this is. I'm going to join in. Or they're going to hop on a bandwagon and everyone else get it. But that, that, at that point, your belief would have already made it a, 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 made it a success. Especially with the great management that you're, that you're going to do with whatever it is that you're believing in. All right. And that brings us to the end of this particular episode. Uh, I enjoy these parts, man. I'm able to just share, as always, uh, my experiences, my insights, my observations. Um, I can't wait till I could bring some, some guests on so that I can elaborate with uh, more insight and more experiences, not just mine. Um, looking forward to that. And then that's going to come in future episodes but until then you know every time that we're here my goal is to entertain educate and elevate you miles high above your fears your doubts and any limitations that you think exist but always keep in mind that those limitations only exist in your mind all right 
So you guys stay blessed. I'll see you on the next episode.